This podcast episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With Phone Sites, you can build a website or sales funnel that generates leads from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any tech skills or without downloading an app. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Nate. Ain't no five and no six. I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage. It's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, Bailey Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And today we have Grant Baldwin. He's from Nashville, Tennessee, or that's where he currently is residing. And uh, he's the founder of the Speaker Lab Podcast, as well as he's got a book coming out here very soon as we're recording this, uh, February 5th. It's coming out on the 18th of 2020. Uh, the book's called Successful Speaker. And so I'm excited to have you, uh, Grant here today. Thank you so much for joining us. Nate, thanks for letting me hang out with you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So podcast is championship leadership. Mm-hmm. So what com- comes to mind for you? Like what does championship leadership mean to you when you hear it? Yeah, championship leadership. Uh, I, think, I think for like similar to even like what, one of the things we talk about inside the, the book is, is success and championships uh, and being a champion is, is a bit subjective, you know? So, so different people's version of success, different people's version of winning and then succeeding is going to look slightly different. So it may be in the form of business. It may be in the form of life. I think if you can, you're able to win in the way that makes sense for you and what, what, how you best define it. So for example, for me, I want to be successful in business. I want to do well. I want to make a lot of money. I want to impact a lot of people, but even bigger than that, the things that really matter to me is the four women that I live uh, at home with my yeah. wife, uh, who's my high school sweetheart uh, and my three daughters. And so it's me and a house full of women. It's awesome. And so one of the things that we, I, I do some speaking on is the idea that who you are is more important than what you do, who you are is more important than what you do. Meaning, you know, if you and I are great entrepreneurs, if we're great speakers, if we're great podcasters, if we're great fill in the blank, but we drop the ball as, you know, as husbands, fathers, uh, mothers, daughters, wives, humans, if we're just the shell of a person, like we're doing it wrong. And so uh, I want to have a, a successful, a champion life. That means I'm successful in business, but also more importantly, that, that I'm really successful as a, as a husband and as a father. Yeah, that's, I, I love that definition. And, um, you know, I also love just hearing all of the different uh, ways that championship leadership uh, means to the speakers that come through here, or the guests that we have on the show. You said something though that, that definitely resonates. Like you talk about, you know, what's it all for if 
if you're doing great in business or w- whatever area of life it is, but yet you're, you're failing yeah. as his father and husband. And, you know, I think of that too. Like I like to challenge myself and, you know, run hundred miles or, or some, some big physical events that, mm-hmm. that really do push me. But yeah, what, what is it worth if, if I'm sacrificing all the time away from my family to at the cost of that. Right. Yep. Or, you know, the other piece of that is that my measure as a person isn't tied to the amount of miles I run. Right. Like, I mean, there's so much more to it. So yeah, when you're saying that, this just resonates with me so much. Is that something that you've always known and realized or is, you know, or is it like many, we kind of learn uh, through the lessons of life to, to get to that place? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't know that I've really thought much about it. Like I, I can tell you that, you know, my, I had and have great parents, uh, still have great relationships with them. They, uh, my parents got a divorce when I was in uh, my freshman year of high school. And so I think that definitely had a big impact on me. If, if I remember what that was like going through it as a child of thinking yeah. like, all right, let's try not to do that someday. Cause that <laughs> sure. sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so thinking about like for my wife and I'm, when, uh, when we started dating in high school, we again, just, just kids. Uh, I was, uh, mm-hmm. I was 15, she was 17. And so we, you know, we started dating at the time. You're just kind of like, I, I like her cause she's hot and, and right. not really <laughs> thinking like, okay, what is her, uh, her ability in the future to be a mom or to be a wife, yeah. you know, this yeah. that type of things. So at this point, like we've been together for, for 23 years. And I think in some ways, like we've, we've really grown together and grown up together and also figured some of these things out. And I think like, even when we started dating in high school, you know, my parents split up and then a couple years later, her parents split up. And so I think for both of us having been through that, it had the impact in terms of like, all right, that again, that just, that sucks as a, as a kid. So let's do whatever we can to make, we got to make this work. Uh, This is not like a, uh, an option. Well, if this doesn't work, you know, we'll, we'll find someone else like, no, no, like we're in. So let's make sure that this works and we're, we're committed to this. So uh, I think that that, that has definitely like been on my mind and on my radar of making sure that, that I want to, I'm naturally motivated, driven to be successful as an entrepreneur, as a speaker, as an author, uh, as fill in the blank. But I also recognize that I, I don't want to do that at the detriment of, um, of my family and, yeah. and make that sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And, uh, important, you know, I mean, especially today, that's, it seems to be a bit rare, unfortunately, but, uh, I love that, that that's, you know, for you and your wife, that's so important that like, isn't any, uh, other avenue or path to take, like we're in this, we're going to, we're going to make this thing. Work. We're going to make it so, work. There's no exit yeah. strategy here. Yeah. What's uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself and the path that you've, you've gotten on, you know, I can resonate. I've always wanted to be a speaker. Yeah. I, think, yeah, I don't know that I really, really knew that, but I think deep down inside, I've always kind of known that I want to do that or impact people and, yeah. and um, you know, be in front of people and communicate yeah. a message and, and impact them. But like, it's, there's no real roadmap out there. And I think you're yep. one of those guys that's out there to help people to give, get that roadmap and how to do that. I know, you know, the first thing you, you do is you go to Google and you, and you type in like how to be a speaker or how to be okay. a speaker. And actually yeah. I believe, like uh, you, I came across your name uh, through that path some time oh, cool. ago. So it's interesting that here we are today. But yeah, give us a little insight on, on you and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, yeah. So if we go way back in time, uh, in high school, I was really involved in my local church. Uh, my wife and I, went, we went to the same high school, but also went to the same church. So kind of knew each other through both uh, avenues. Uh, and my youth pastor had a really big impact in my life, was a, was a great speaker. Uh, and, and so that really resonated with me. And that was kind of the path I was on. So I went to, uh, went to college and then eventually... Uh, worked at a different church as a youth pastor, and I had a lot of opportunities to speak there, and, and I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Something that I felt like I was good at, 
like you kind of touched on there, Nate, like you and I are guys like we enjoy being in front of an audience. Sure. Like it, you know, you have a little anxiety, some nerves, some butterflies. That's normal. That's natural. But still, it's not like this terrifying experience. My wife hates the idea of speaking. She, she would be traumatized by something like that. But, you know, I, we, we enjoy it, right? Yep. Uh, and so I wanted to do more of it. But kind of like you described, I, I had no idea what to do next or where to begin. And so I kind of felt like this. I felt like I had the potential, but I needed the plan. I had the potential, mm-hmm. but I needed the plan. I, I knew I enjoyed speaking. I knew I was a decent speaker. was the world's best speaker. I wanted to do more of it. No clue what to do. I had no clue. Like, who hires speakers? How much do you, how much do you charge? Uh, what do you speak about? Like, how does that world work? You know? Yeah. And so I started like, like you said, going to Google, I started like stalking other speakers or just like pestering them with questions, just trying to figure <laughs> out anything I possibly could. Like, how does this speaking world work? Uh, and eventually figured a few things out, went from doing zero gigs to booking my first one gig, yeah. uh, which I think is important to note. Like everyone starts at one, everyone one, starts at zero, yeah, yeah. goes to one. Yeah. And then eventually got to a point where over the next several years, I got, I got up where I was doing 60 or 70 speaking gigs, paid speaking gigs a year, uh, all over primarily the US. And it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. And yeah. then started having a bunch of people who were asking me like, hey, I see you, how you've built your business. I want to be a speaker too, uh, um, but I don't know what to do. And I found that there are a lot of people who uh, were coming up to me and people who may be watching or listening right now who are on one of the two ends of the spectrum. One is saying like, I want to, I want to be a full-time speaker. I want to do 50, 60, 70, hundred gigs a year. Right. And that's fine. Or people who say like, I don't want to do that much. I, I have a other business going or a job or a career or family or, or whatever other, you know, limitation. And so therefore I'm interested in speaking, but I'd love to only do, you know, I don't know, two, three, four, five gigs a year, but I still don't know how do I find those five and what do I speak about and how does that work? So then we started just doing some teaching and coaching around that topic of really just kind of trying to demystify and be the type of resource I wish I had had when mm-hmm. I got started of teaching people. Here's, here's how this works. Here's what you need to do. You can find and book gigs. There's a process to it. And we want to show you what that process is. Uh, and so that's the core of what we do now. Uh, you mentioned the, the company that I run, The Speaker Lab, where we have a podcast by the same name. We have this new book, Successful Speaker, Five Steps for Booking Gigs, Getting Paid, and Building Your Platform. So we just want to take like everything we know about speaking in the speaking industry and share that with other people so that they can do the same, that they can share their message with the world. Yeah. Cause it's, uh, that's, that's great. Cause it is like, there are a lot of people that do want to do that. Right. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. Just, they have zero clue and <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, what I do as a coach, right? there's no real roadmap to like, how do you do that? How do you become one? Yep. How do you get from, you know, zero clients to one client, like you said, yep. or zero gigs to one gig. And, you know, where, where does that come from? I, there are plenty of people out there that they don't want to tell you anything. Like they feel like, man, I'm not giving my secrets to anyone. I worked hard sure. for this to get to where I'm at. But yet here you are, like you're writing books, you get a podcast, you got the speaking yeah. lab, the company to where you are helping others to do this. Where does that come from? That's that servant type. Yeah. Well, I'd say a couple of things. Like one, early on, there were absolutely a bunch of speakers and people that helped me and things that I just kind of learned along the way. And and not just as a speaker, but just an an entrepreneurship and in life. There's always been people who have helped me to say, no, here's, don't go this way, go that way. That's going to make more sense. Just trust me, I've been there. This this works better. So, uh, so people have done the same for me. So there's no reason that I shouldn't, you know, be able to help other people with that. The other thing I would say is like, the reality is, is like, as a speaker, uh, there's like no speakers speaking 365 days a year at every event. Right. Like there are yeah. literally thousands of events that happen on a daily basis all over the world on all different types of industries and subjects and categories and topics. Right. So it's not that like, well, you know, there's 10 speakers and they monopolize everything and they can do yeah. it all. Like they just can't, it doesn't work like that. So there is no shortage of room 
for other speakers to exist in the marketplace. Uh, and so if we can help other speakers uh, are, are where I was uh, of being able to say like, I, I have the potential, but I just need the plan. I just need someone to show me what to do and the steps I need to take. I'll do the work. Someone just needs to show me a plan here. If we're able to do that and help those people like figure out what the, what the speaking world looks like and how speaking fits into them. I know we've had, you know, hundreds and hundreds of, of success, uh, success stories and case studies of, of students who said, I just booked my first gig for $500 or I just booked my first gig for $1,000 or uh, I just did a gig for $10,000 and everything in between, right? Mm -hmm. And so whenever we hear those stories to know like, I used to be that speaker trying yeah. to figure this out. Like someone just show me and then we showed them and they took yeah. action on it and the ripple effect that that has for them, for their family, uh, for the audiences that they speak to, that we get to be a small part of that is uh, incredibly rewarding and fulfilling. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that is incredible. Well, well, let's talk about the book a little bit. Uh, Successful Speaker, you got this coming out on the 18th of February. And, you know, where is this coming from? Maybe t tell us a little bit more about it. Have you always wanted to write a book? Is this your first book? Yeah, so when I was doing a lot of speaking, I did a lot of speaking in the education space. I was doing a lot with high schools and colleges. Uh, and so I, I had self-published a book for high school students and college students several years ago. Now, this is our first uh, traditionally published book. For those that yeah. are, are watching, uh, there's yeah. what the cover looks like, uh, The Successful Speaker. Uh, but basically, again, I, we've been working with and helping speakers for several years through the podcast, through different training programs. Uh, and so a book is just another way that we can help people in, in just kind of another format. There are plenty of people who will never listen to our podcast, who will never come across a Facebook ad or watch one of our webinars or come across any of the blog posts or anything, but they'll see the book um, in, in a bookstore or uh, it'll be recommended to them or they'll stumble across it on Amazon or whatever. And so if it's, a, if it's one more way that we can help people then by all means, we're, we're, we're game for it. I also recognize like in this day and age, like people still ascribe credibility and authority to people who have a book on the subject, you know? Yeah, that when, when someone's like, uh, they literally wrote the book on the topic, then, yeah. then there's a certain amount of, of recognition, like that person knows what they're talking about. And so I think that this, so having the book cre it creates even more like legitimacy for us in the marketplace uh, of saying like, no, no, we like, we know what we're talking about. We've been doing yeah. this. And there was a, uh, a publisher who vetted us and gave us a bunch of money and said, no, we, we trust that you know what you're talking about and we see your experience and uh, we think that you're the guy to write this book. So yeah, so from that standpoint, uh, it, it helps in a, in a bunch of different ways. But uh, yeah, really excited about the book. It, it's really come together well. It's been a work in progress for literally a couple of years. It's not just like, you know, you sit down and stare at a blank screen and, and, and then it just magically comes together. Uh, it's taken a lot of work. It's been very much a team collaborative effort but uh, really excited about the, uh, the successful speaker. And who, who's the book for and what, what can they expect to get from it? Like what, you know, from start to, to finish, yeah. they come out of this thing what, and they put it into action, of course, which is, is the key. Yep. What could they expect to, to see as results for this? Yeah. So one of the things, you know, the subtitle is five steps for booking gigs, getting paid and building your platform. So we walk through a step-by-step -step process. So it's not a, uh, it's not necessarily like a kind of bounce around, choose your own adventure. It's meant to be a, yeah. a handbook and a guide that you walk through it on a linear basis and take the steps that we give you. And it's very like action oriented. We don't want it. This just, uh, you just to go through this on a weekend and be like, Oh, that's some good, that's some good thoughts. Like we, we want like, here's exactly what you need to do first. And then you need to do this. And so we walk that through. And so in fact, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll just give you a big picture. Um, yeah. what we do, we teach Please. what we call the speaker success <clears throat> roadmap. And it makes the acronym speak S P E A K. So let me give you just kind of, again, that what the acronym is yeah. and then we can, we can dig in wherever you want. But the, the first step of the process is speak, uh, select a, uh, or is the S select a problem to solve, select a problem to solve. So this comes down to two key pieces. One, you need to be really clear 
about who you speak to. And number two is what is the problem that you solve for that audience? As speakers, as entrepreneurs, we are in the problem solving business. So you gotta be really clear on this is who I speak to and this is the problem that I solve for that audience. The P is prepare your talk, prepare your talk. So this is where we talk about the differences between keynotes and workshops and breakouts and seminars. We also talk about how do you create a talk? I know what my, my talk's gonna be about conceptually, but now I'm staring at a blank screen trying to figure out how do I actually write out a talk or come up with this talk? It's, it's more than just scribbling a couple thoughts on a napkin and hope it just magically works out. How do I prepare? How do I practice? How do I rehearse? Thinking through like slides and using humor and transitions and uh, interacting with an audience and like those pieces. How do you do that? So we dig into that in that section. The E is establish yourself as the expert. Establish yourself as the expert. So this is where uh, we talk about two key marketing tools that you need. You need a website and you need a demo video. So if you don't have these things, it's really, really difficult for event uh, organizers, event planners to take you seriously and ultimately to pay you to come speak. The A is acquire paid speaking gigs, acquire paid speaking gigs. So this is the ultimately the part that people want to get to, right? This is what we're right. here for. I want to yeah, know yeah. how to acquire sure. paid speaking gigs, but you have to have these foundational pieces in place first before you get there. And then at that point, you have to create a system. It's more than just, you know, sitting back and hoping people magically find you, but you got to be proactive and strategic about how do you actually find and book gigs on a consistent basis versus just sitting back and hoping things fall in your lap. Uh, and then the last part is K, know when to scale. Know when to scale. Meaning uh, that, again, there are people who are watching or listening who want to speak 100 times a year and some that want to speak five times a year. And yeah. both work. Both are effective. There's some that say, okay, if I want to speak, uh, but I also have other ways to, uh, that I want to share my information and content. I want to coach. I want to consult. I want to write a book. I want to do a podcast. I want to do a YouTube channel. I want to do social media. I want to do a course. I want to do a training. I want to do a live event. I want to do all the things. And you can do all the things but you can't do all the things at once. So something's gonna come first, something's gonna come last. And so you gotta be really strategic in determining how does speaking fit into the mix of what it is that you are trying to accomplish. So again, that's big picture of what the speak framework is yeah, absolutely. of what we cover inside the book. I love it and thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Most people just wanna, they're like, oh yeah, all that other stuff is great, but I just wanna get paid. It's yeah. like, well, yeah, you gotta spend some time to really get clear on what it is that you want, what's your message, everything totally. you just talked about. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, maybe you could talk to us about, you know, you mentioned it a little bit, like, you know, when you were trying to figure this out, there were some others along the way that were doing what you wanted to do that really, you know, that you went to for guidance and, and yeah. help. Uh, there are a few that stick out to mind that really did help you in this path. And maybe it's not even in that path, but in life in general. And what were more importantly, like, what are some of the characteristics or traits that you really took from them that have helped to mold you as a leader in your space, leader in your family, leader in life? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think one of the best things that, that anyone can do like in entrepreneurship or in life is look for people who are a step or two ahead of you of where you want to be in whatever facet of life in business and, and entrepreneurship and their career and their family and their marriage and whatever it is uh, and look at and see like how can you model and learn from them? Not just like a copy and paste type of version. So for me, it wasn't like me saying one day, like, okay, I want to be a speaker. So who are some other speakers? Okay. Okay. Tony Robbins is a speaker. So what's Tony doing these days? Like that doesn't work. Like what Tony right. is doing today, what Tony did, you know, 30 years ago are two totally different things. Yeah. I was looking for speakers who are a step or two ahead of me in the yeah. same type of market, doing the same type of thing that I want to do. So, so for example, if you're watching or listening and you're going, I, I don't want to do hundred gigs a year, that doesn't resonate with me, but I have a really successful coaching business, but I wouldn't mind doing, you know, five to 10 gigs on the side as lead generation for my coaching business. Awesome. Yeah. Let's look for other people who have that same model. They primarily coach and they do a little bit of speaking on the side as lead generation for their coaching business. Look yeah. for people who are doing something similar just to see how they do it. See what you can learn 
from them, see how you can model what they're doing. So that's one of the things that I've always tried to do is look for other people who are doing something similar and figure out how does that apply to me and my world? The other thing is it not only gives a roadmap, but it tells me that it's possible, right? Because sometimes you're thinking like, uh, okay, I, wanna, I want my business model to look like this. I want to do, you know, mostly coaching and a little bit of speaking. Like, is that a thing? Is someone doing it? But then like when you yeah, start doing right. a little bit of research and you find like, oh, it is a thing. Like here's, you know, this person that does that and this person that does that and this person that does that. And they're speaking to a similar audience that I would speak to and, and they're having success. So it helps you to feel like, okay, if they can do it, I can do it too. Mm -hmm. And so it gives you some confidence there that like there, there's something there that you can be working towards and building towards. So I always think just looking around at other examples that you can model is, is incredibly, incredibly effective. Yeah, 100%. What is the vision for you? I think of a championship leader as like great vision, but also the courage to take action on that vision and to go out and make that a reality. So for you, yeah. of course, you know, the journey from what I'm seeing, wanted to be a speaker, became a yeah. speaker, started to be like, hey, I'm going to help these other people out that want to do this as well, just like others have helped me along the way, which brings you to where you are in the book that you got coming out. Like big picture, what's, you know, what's the impact that you really want to make over the next five, 10 years or longer. Uh, yeah. What you're doing. Yeah. I mean, the reality is, is like, there's no shortage of people who are interested in speaking. Like speaking is one of the yeah. things that has been around for generations. It will continue to be around for generations. There's always going to be events that have speakers and are looking to hire speakers. And so if we can continue to help connect the dots for, um, for speakers to be able to do that, that's a huge win. Like speaking is, speaking is very much like an aspirational thing. There's a lot of people who want to speak, but just don't know what to do, right? Yeah. It's kind of like the number of people who want to write a book. There's a lot of people who yeah. want to write a book, but are just going like, what, what do you, how do you write a book? What do you do? Yeah, right. and a lot of people right. are like, I like speaking. I've done a few speaking gigs, but I, 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 how do I do this consistently you know, on a regular basis and do this more often? What, what does that look like? And so if we can demystify that and we can give people a, a path and a process for exactly how to do that, that, that shows them this is what you need to do, then there's plenty of opportunity for us to continue to serve and to help people. So I want to continue to do that. I, I tell our team all the time, I want us to continue to grow and build and do what we do as long as it doesn't interfere or affect our personal lives, right? Yeah. So yeah. again, like we talked about who you are yeah. is more important than what you do. So uh, it's very important to me as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, uh, as an employer with a bunch of people, like I, it's important to me that we have really good work-life balance. I really value freedom, flexibility, autonomy. I like working from home. I don't want to go to an office. I like being around my family a lot. I like travel. I like experiences with my family. I like these things. So as long as we can build a business in such a way that it supports our lives and not vice versa, where we're, you know, we're, we're doing 60, 70, 80 hour a week, every week. And that's just the way it is. And like, it's just a grind and it sucks and everybody hates their life. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that. Right. As an entrepreneur, like we get to make the rules. We get to decide yeah. what the game looks like for us. And so, so I try to be really, really intentional about that. Uh, like each progressive step that we take in building and growing our business, that we say, okay, let's take the next step. But Here's the rules we're going to play by. So as long as we yeah. keep playing by these rules, let's take the next step and take the next step and take the next step. And so that's, that's big picture what we try to do and going yeah. forward. Great. Thank you. And yeah, so important. This is one of my favorite questions here with, with the guests is to hear the, these stories. We all have critical moments and turning points in our life where, you know, had you not had the courage to make the decision you did, um, you wouldn't be where you were today. Yep. You could very easily be like somewhere completely different. And I think there's a lot of listeners that are probably in this moment right now. And it's just so good to hear others that have the courage to listen to, to go to the path that they really wanted to, that maybe 
everyone else was pulling in the opposite direction. Yep. Um, you know, is there a moment for you that sticks out that you can share with the listeners? And yeah, uh, two that actually come to mind. One right. is that so I mentioned that I I was a youth pastor, and yeah. that was kind of the path I was on. I was really involved in in my church as a as a student, and then. I went to Bible college uh, and and studied, you know, becoming a youth pastor basically, and then worked at a local church. And I, I just, I like speaking, but there's a lot of parts of it that I didn't like. It was a, it was a big grind. There was no work-life balance. It was, it was just a, the, the guy that I worked for wasn't exactly the greatest guy to work for. And so it was really tough. And so ultimately decided like, okay, I don't, I don't, this isn't what I signed up for. I don't, I don't want to do this. And so it was the, the difficult decision of like, all right, I just went to four years of college for this. I got a degree doing this thing. Uh, I spent a lot of money doing this, a lot of time doing this. And now I get into it and it's not really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So now what versus feeling like, well, I don't know, man, I'm on this path now. So we just, we just have to write it out. You just have yeah. to stay on this path, you know? So ultimately deciding to leave that role. When I left that position, uh, my wife was pregnant with our first child. Uh, we had, didn't have like a ton of savings or anything. Like we were, yeah. you know, in our uh, mid twenties, just kind of, living on love and trying to figure life out, you know, you the pastors and, don't make a lot of money or what? No, no, not <laughs> at all. And so just like, all right. Uh, and, and having everyone, uh, well-meaning and I would have done the same, like really questioning, like, Hey, your wife's pregnant. You don't really have any other career options. <laughs> yeah, what are you right? doing? Like, have you thought this through? And you know, at the time just like, yeah, like you just having a lot of doubts and, and second yeah. guessing, like I've, I thought I thought this through, but now that you mentioned it, I do have to see how it looks ridiculous. Yeah, right. Um, so, so feeling like at the time, like, man, maybe I made a, maybe I made the wrong decision. Like, maybe I just got to suck it up and deal with this, and it is what mm-hmm. it is, you know. So that was a big pivotal moment. The other thing I would say was, for the next several months, trying to figure out, okay, if I'm not doing this, then what would I rather be doing with my life? And the thing I kept coming back to was speaking, and so. Uh, I started kind of browsing around online and I found a couple of speakers who were, do, again, I could kind of model and emulate and see yeah. that they were doing something similar. There was a, a guy who said, Hey, I've had a, a bunch of people reach out to me. I'm thinking about hosting a, a boot camp training and it's going to be a thousand dollars. And so yeah. uh, we were broke. We didn't, I didn't have a thousand dollars plus, right. you know, several hundred dollars for travel to get there and yep. lodging and meals and yada, yada, yada. And I was just like, I, I just, I just don't, I don't have that. You know, I would love to do that. See how it would help. Uh, and so a few months later, we were, um, we were on a family vacation with my dad. And I remember going for a walk on the beach with my dad. My dad's been a successful entrepreneur, worked hard, taught, taught us the value of hard work and making your own way. And so I asked him, I said, hey, I want to do this speaking thing. And I want to know if I can borrow $2,500 for the cost of the, this boot camp and the associated travel cost that goes with it but also building a website. I knew that was going to cost money. I didn't have any skills to build a website. I had some, some friends who I knew could help, but I knew like yeah. their time was worth something. Sure. Uh, and so he, he wrote me a $2,500 check and said, this is not a loan. This is a gift. I believe in you. I'm investing in you. Um, and so to go to, you know, a family member and say, Hey, I'm not looking for a handout, but um, I think I can do this. I, I just yeah. need, I, I need a, a very small, but significant investment, you know, yeah. to, to do this. Uh, and so he, he gave me that $2,500 and it has paid for itself in many, many, many ways uh, over the years. And so I'd say both of those things were like pivotal key turning points that would have been easier to just like, ah, just stay in the job, just suck it up, just deal with it. Or saying like, man, I'd love to be a speaker, but um, you know, well, well, I don't, I don't have any money to build, build a website or yeah. it'd be cool to go to this training, but uh, I can't do it. So, oh, well, I'm not going to do it after all. It's like, versus saying like, I got to do this. I got to figure this out and it's going to be risky and it's not like you're not guaranteed success. Like I tell entrepreneurs all the time, 
we have a relatively successful business, but it could all go, it could all come tumbling down tomorrow. Like yeah. we are not guaranteed success at all. Like we are, when, when, when I talk with other entrepreneurs, I'm always just like, I'm making it up as I go, like everybody else. I'm yep. doing the best I can with what I have, but I have the same doubts and fears and insecurities and worries and wonder that everybody else has, right? So I don't know that those things ever really go away. Like you're just, you're again, just doing the best that you have, that you can uh, with what you have and knowing like part of what you're signing up for as an entrepreneur is to, is that risk, is the uncertainty, is the totally. unknown. Yeah. Uh, and so have to be learning to be able to, to stomach that and, and be able to deal with that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing those. Uh, super powerful. Yeah. Be willing to like, you got to just be willing to make it happen. If it's really something that you want, whatever yeah. way that looks like. And you know, something I always tell myself is just like, no matter what, it's going to work out, right? Sure. No matter what, at the end of the day, you have, you obviously still had this skill set that was going to allow you to go somewhere else and, and create a living for your family. If okay. it didn't work out, of course it did. So yeah, I just, yeah, it's powerful for people to hear these stories. What is, uh, we're about to wrap this up here, just a few more things. Number one, I'm, I'm really curious. When you first did make that decision, you're going to leave a job, your wife's pregnant, yep. you're going to go do the speaking thing. What was your message in your market in the very beginning? I think that would help some of these people too that are wanting to do this. They still have to go figure out what it is for them. Yeah, exactly. I'm just interested. Because it there, there's no shortage of opportunity. It's a big thing we talk about um, in the book, and especially that first part, the S, selecting a problem to solve is you, you can't just say like, well, I just want to be a speaker. I just, I speak to humans about anything, yeah. you know, like that doesn't work, you know? Yeah. So one of the things we talk about is you want to be the, the steakhouse and not the buffet. Be the yeah. steakhouse, not the buffet. What we mean by that is if, you know, you and I were going to go grab steak for, for dinner, like we have a choice. We could go to a buffet where steak is one of a hundred different things that they offer and they're all yeah. mediocre. Or you could go to a steakhouse where they do like, they do one thing, but they do that one thing really, really well. That's what you want to be as a speaker. You don't want to try to be all things for all people. So early on for me, as a former youth pastor, I had a lot of experience speaking to students. And so it was a natural transition to speak to high schools and colleges because there's a world I already knew yeah. and was, yeah. was familiar with versus right. like trying to, trying to go, you know, establish myself in some other market or area that I knew nothing about. But it seemed like maybe there's more opportunity there or I could get paid more. Like, don't do that. Like, what's the low hanging fruit for you today yeah. that you can start with? So yeah, that's where, where I got started and kind of evolved and, and sure. uh, pivoted from there. So today I do more with, uh, with entrepreneurs and helping them yeah. understand like the, the speaking space, uh, everything we've been mm -hmm. covering and talking about today. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And you know, that's, that's a hard, I think, I believe that that is a hard thing for people to do is what you just said, like, um, to pick that one thing, because a lot of people have the tendency to say, well, I am so much more than that. Like I yep. can do, I, I don't just want to pigeonhole myself into this yeah. one thing because I can, I can do everything. But again, let's go back to the example in like the steakhouse and the buffet. Like whoever the executive yeah. chef is at the steakhouse, like they make really good steak. But my guess is they could probably make a really good taco or a burger <laughs> right. or yeah. pie or whatever, yeah. right? They know they have a skill set. Yeah. Um, that allows them to probably do a bunch of different things. But by saying, no, no, I do this and yeah. that's it, right? Uh, versus saying yeah. like, I, I, can, I can do all these. Things. Yeah, you could do all those things. But if you try to be a buffet, like you're, you're, you're not gonna make any traction. You're not gonna get anywhere. Versus saying like, I could do all those things, but I choose to do this one thing for this one particular audience. Yeah. And you're not doing that any longer. So, you know, I think that's also important for people to say, like you can evolve into something else totally. down the road. Right? Yeah. You're so, not making a, like, I think that's a big challenge for people yeah. is you feel like, okay, 
well, if I, if I choose to have a steakhouse, oh, but I love making burgers. Like yeah. the, you're not saying like, okay, I can only do, I can only cook steak for the rest of my life. Like, yeah, you don't have not. to eat ribeye like, for the rest of your life. right? Yeah. You don't have to, like at some point yeah. you'd be like, I want to open a little burger shack. That's yeah. fine. Right. You can do that down the road, but you can't, you can't say like, okay, I'm going to do the buffet today so I can do all the things. Like don't, don't do that. You're not making a permanent decision here by saying I'm going to be the steakhouse, not the buffet. You're picking a starting point. Uh, and then you can kind of evolve and pivot from there. All right. So, uh, Last thing is, you know, what are one or two things that you can leave with the listeners that if, you know, if they take today and implement, it would help yeah. them move forward? Yeah, I'd say the big thing is like everything that we cover and talk about, um, you know, here in this conversation and in the book uh, is simple, but it's not easy. It's simple, mm-hmm. but it's not easy. So it's kind of like, you know, if you wanted to, if you wanted to, to lose weight, if you want to lose five pounds, what do you got to do? There's two things. I'm not no fitness dietary <laughs> health expert, but I know there's two things you got to do. You got to yeah. pay attention to what you eat and you got to exercise. That's it. What? It's really simple, <laughs> but it's not easy, right? It still right, requires totally. work. It requires yeah. discipline. It requires effort. Uh, and so the same thing is true. If you want to be a speaker, whether you want to do a couple gigs or a hundred gigs, you can absolutely do that, but it doesn't magically happen just because you listen to this or you watch this or you read the book. We're going to yeah. tell you everything you need to do, but you still have to do something with it. So every time you listen to this, this, this podcast, that you watch this video, uh, you watch any of these things on this channel, like that you're doing something with it, that you're taking action yeah. on it. So that'd be the, the big thing I would say is you can absolutely do this. And you know, Nate, you and I, and any level of success that we have in our businesses, it's not because we're something special. It's not because right. we've been given totally. any special talents or abilities or anything that nobody else has. It's just because we like, we did the work. We put our head down and day after day after day, we still do the work, right? So yeah. for example, right now, this is not a pat on the back, but just to give you an example of this, like in, in support of the book launch, I know one of the best things I can do is this right now, just do interviews yeah. and, and talk yeah. to people. I'm doing 83 podcast interviews uh, over the yeah. course of a couple of weeks. We've, we've uh, at the time of this recording, we've recorded about 60 some of them uh, awesome. and doing 83 podcast interviews is a little tiring. It's a takes, little, it's a little, a little bit. bit to hop uh, on the next one, right? Right, yeah. right, right. But it's also <laughs> yeah. something I know that this yeah. is part of doing the work. And I also know that there are going to be people who watch or listen to this conversation right now who won't hear the other 82 yeah. and this will create some type of impact for them, right? So I know that it, it, I know that it's simple. Oh, just do interviews, right? And I enjoy doing this. This is really fun for me, yeah. but it still requires work. It still requires yeah. effort. It still requires energy. So it's simple, but it's not easy. You have to do the work. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate that. So yeah. What are some ways that we can get the book? And of course we're going to link all this out and, and send it out to, to the folks that are listening. Yeah. Everything that we do is over at thespeakerlab.com. Thespeakerlab.com. The book is over there as well. Thespeakerlab.com slash book. Uh, if you're, if you're picking it up the first uh, week that it's out, the book comes out uh, February 18th. If you're picking it up that week, there's several pre-order bonuses that you can get by going over to thespeakerlab.com slash book. Uh, if you are interested, if you listen to this podcast, you probably listen to other podcasts, uh, definitely check out the Speaker Lab podcast. You can find that in, in whatever app you're listening to this on. Um, but yeah, all types of information resources there. The book is available at, at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, wherever you buy your books. Uh, again, the book is called The Successful Speaker. Five steps for booking gigs, getting paid, building your platform. Go get the book today. Get go it. Take, go Let's take go, action go on it. it. Absolutely. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Nate. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. 
When I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm called to be a leader, I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it, I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this. Championship Leadership Podcast. Hey, baby. Nate Bailey.